Hello, hello, and welcome to the Creative Comforts podcast. I'm I'm Jordan, your host, um, and this is my first venture into the podcast world. I've listened so long to podcasts, um, and I really love them. I really enjoy listening to them, so I thought, why not try and make my own? Um, it's been a long time coming, really, because I've tried to book so many guests, and finally, I've come around to book a decent one, um, who I grew up with. But we'll get <laughs> we'll get into that. Right. Okay. So I um, this podcast essentially is my my way of expressing how i feel about the last year the last two years of covid um and performing and creating during that time but also also other people's views on it how they find it especially not the lower level but the lower end of of the industry and the people who are often forgotten about and not spoken to um so i really want to delve into the minds of some people who are trying to make it big or are slowly getting there um like my guest today. So, Anton, bro. Hello. How are you? Very good, thanks. Yeah. yeah not too bad. We, um, it's been a long time since we've seen each other. A very long time. About 12 years, I'd say. I'd say it's at least that, yeah. At least, if nice. not more. Um, um, so, how did how did we meet? Oh, I can't, I can't explain that. <laughs> Do you know what? We'll go into that. <laughs> no, we uh, both met through dancing and singing and dancing believe it or not two well-established musicians (laughs) starting in dancing of all things lovely yeah that's um it's it's all links really isn't it it is yeah we'll start you know we'll start with how so what are you doing at the moment where have you what are you doing what have you got coming up have you got any performances have you got any songs to be released what have you got coming up so we've got a three-piece sort of post-punk Slash, we try and call it prunk, like prog punk, but okay. that'll What's take prog? off. Progressive. Yeah, so uh, it's a three piece with Nick Callum and myself. Uh, Nick's on bass, and he's actually a progressive. And it's rant rock. Uh, yeah, it's rant. We are rant, R A N T, not rant. A lot of people are rant. It's, no, it's rant. Having that's, a rant. That's rant, ba- rant the band, rant band UK. Rant, what band, is it? rant band UK on, on uh, Instagram, Instagram and yeah. on Twitter. No. No, uh, no, don't tweet. We're, we're, no, yeah. That's me getting confused with my socials. We, we, we like the. Uh, we're a, facebook band so you've got a you've got a song you've just released haven't you on spotify yep so we've got a new single out called human urges um it's a which is brilliant by the way i've just listened to it for the first time i probably should have prepared a bit better but it's it's not as punky not as grungy as you think it's going to be it's quite it's quite soft for what it is but it's brilliant it's absolutely quite accessible brilliant. Yeah, can, yeah yeah very much accessible you it's can a, you can look at it from so many different it's a bit nuts um it's just a, a three Essentially, it's the sort of thing my dad would like but i could also play it to my friend who's just got into rock. I wouldn't you know would play it to your nan, put it no, that way. But no. I, I don't, yeah, no, it's a three-minute whirlwind of just discussing the urges we have as disgraceful You said earlier, beings. very theatrical, and it is a very, very theatrical sort of... Yeah. I mean, you've you've always been theatrical. Love it. <laughs> um, Someone's got to be. <laughs> I mean, I've always been theatrical. <laughs> I've, but I've always been theatrical in the theatre. I've always performed and done what I thought would be. Whereas yeah. you've always brought theatre and theatrical things to things that would not normally have them do you know what i mean like when we were dancing dancing a lot of the time if it's not sort of street dancing contemporary dancing if you're talking ballet jazz that sort of older style of of performance it's very much straight edge and you do the moves and the dances you've got to do but you always brought something to it i remember you skateboarding in one of our songs i always yeah i've always from a young age that was bound to happen, that wasn't was it? Happen. Coffee, yeah. See, I'm not prepared for this. Where's I the old silence it? Where's the old flight mode or do not disturb button? At least your laptop doesn't pop up with it. It did. Did I it? That was the laptop. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Anyhow, 
Um, yeah, Edit I've, that out. I've always liked the um, the chaotic side of theatre, and I think it's in your character and the cause... real the real aspect of things. I, I I don't like anything to be too pre planned. No, and I, I think like... like so. So me and Anton met. At, at, I started a dance school when I was very young. I started dancing when I was sort of three, four years old, and maybe about seven or eight for the last few years that I was at the dance school. Um, back in what two thousand and five. <laughs> Anton started um, and joined the dance school and do you know what there's so much competition in in that sort of industry and they really put you up against each other but we never Mm. had any issues we were always such good friends and we were so so different in the way we did things like you said earlier I I like the singing I was more of a singer and you knew that wasn't your thing and you Mm. you decided to you were skateboarding in a song and then you were do you know what I mean? You were doing all these, all good, these things. Good fun, really. I was a bit of a troll with it. I was a bit kind it, of exactly that. You almost took the piss out of it without taking the piss out of it. Yeah, I never, never want to take the piss out of people. You know, but you've got to take the piss out of certain things. I think, and it's um. But I sort of think. I think I think certain moments you just got to laugh at, and like, like I was on stage once, and I I was, I like performing, but I wasn't a dancer, so to speak. I wasn't born to really do that. No, you almost did everything but, but dance. I, really, I, I know. looking back on it, I just did a few backflips. <laughs> he was so. Know. Anton's also a gymnast, so yeah, Was, all right. Not anymore. Let's Failed go, gymnast. Let's go. Let's go back as far as you can remember to sort of what what first sort of memories have you got in general, but more like that you remember being theatrical performing mm. or dancing or something like that. In terms of music, like bring it straight, straight yeah, yeah, to yeah. music. Because um, music's always always been there for you, hasn't exactly, it? Exactly. Yeah, I when I was really really young, my dad we'd start like watching you know Guns and Roses, The Jam, all these like we had this. I'll, DVDs. I always say this: day, parents right? are the absolute feel and all of it. If you if your parents have got good music taste, guarantee, guarantee you've got good music taste. So I was staying up late listening to all this with my dad, and I just really got into all these rock bands and stuff. And then I discovered Eminem at a really young age, which my mum wasn't too pleased about. My cousin introduced me to Eminem. So <laughs> he's another troll, my, though. My he's first a... love was Eminem, so it's kind of you know it's it's mad. It's he's another it's all... troll, like. Definitely, he's the king. Of, he's like he's the king of the trolls. He's the like, king of everything. He's I the think. whitest white boy in the in a predominantly black industry, and mm. he's doing such amazing things for right. it. He's political, he's, but he's oh, he's brilliant. He is the goat. He, 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 he is, is brilliant. <laughs> he is brilliant, and no one seems to hate on him. And I love that he's one of those. I think they do. They just they get destroyed anyway. Yeah, you, know, them, don't you, you struggle to, don't hate, to hate on him. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, no, there's all of this going on, and I just loved it. And then I got guitar lessons, and lucky enough to do all that. And when did you start playing guitar? Uh, I was in primary school. I must have been eight, nine. Because we, I'm probably a bit younger than I. Did you go to Ladybanks? We both went to the same primary, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we both, we both went to the same primary. I should probably bleep out the name of the school, but that's <laughs> nah, alright. Sure, sure, we won't get anything from it that. Don't matter. Who cares? My four listeners will love it. They've gone downhill now as well. If it makes it any better, I'll <laughs> just, my, my secondary school. <laughs> my secondary school. I'm not naming that because that place. There's so many. Bad teachers, should we say, uh, that ended up getting for oh, awful. Shame, really. Like, well, that's another story. Anyway, anyway, anyway. The, the bad teachers, I could go on about it for ages. Anyway, um, so you were, like I say, you were you were about six or seven when you started at the dance school with me. So that was the first time. Well, my my older brother Louis, he was heavily involved with um, theatre growing up, and he was a stage kid on the stage, you know, in the West End and stuff like that. So he was he was a classic theatre kid, wasn't he? Good, yeah. And, yeah. he? and he did well with it. He was. He was as young. He was the best of the best, and then he went on to to train at do other stuff. Yeah, he's he's Real brilliant, school. but he really um, I did it. I think more. I just fell into it because he was doing it, and then 
it, I kind of realised. I've read it a while. Actually, I got fairly decent at it, but I was just like, but I'm, the whole time I followed it. Yeah, it was it was just a, a load of fun really for me, and then I started to not want to do it, and I followed the gymnastics route more, and then I stopped the gymnastics completely and lost all my strength and discipline, and then I thought, right, music, I'm gonna focus more on that, and um, studied music. There's some regrets in there with certain things. You studied but, you studied music at A level and. Uh, so it wasn't A level, it was a two year diploma of access to music in Kilburn. And oh, so that was like a foundation to go into. So it. when so I was you had to do that, I, there was no chance of me doing A levels. I, I weren't cut out for it. I've, no, me either. That was my. That's my problem now. Yeah. So I'm applying for unis for next September to do something, something creative, hopefully, or make something creative out of something not so creative. But I want to, I want to get there without having to do an A level or an access course. I'm 23 now, man. Like mm. I don't want to be doing a whole extra year, two years to end up spending five it's, years it's studying. Very difficult, you know. It's um. But, I was, I but luck, you've done that. What did you, how did you find to do it. five years studying yeah, music? It was good. It was, so it was access to music for two years. That was my two-year diploma. And then I went on to do a three-year uh, BA in creative musicianship. So okay. got first, which is pretty wow. bad. Yeah, I've Round of applause for that one. Thank you. Like, <laughs> yeah, you put we'll, some laughter. We'll get some, yeah, yeah. Some, yeah. Some, <laughs> uh, claps, applause. We'll get some, oh, boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> get off the stage. Get off. You suck. But so no, that, that that was a that was a big achievement for me because I'm not particularly academic and I smashed my dissertation and I I did do something and it was quite. Would nice. you say that sort of primary school, back to sort of early life? Would you say primary school helped you or encouraged you or made made it a good made it a good thing for you to go into something creative? Because I always found having gone to the same primary school, I always found they ex- they I really excelled yeah. at Lady Banks because I was the start of all the shows. I was all of this sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? I was hmm. and that really. I mean, not big my ego, but it helped me with my confidence for sure. Massively, yeah. I think it's important to these people's role models as teachers and, you know, these figures in our life that, that it's, you can damage someone's confidence and stuff so easy, especially at that young age. I mean, like I was saying earlier, the politics, not, not necessarily at school, but at like, the dance in school dance when we were that age, the politics yeah. was, it's dangerous. was awful. It really if you've dangerous. ever seen Dance Mums, exactly, exactly like that. It's the same sort of... The mums are all at each other because they all want their kids to be the best of the best. It's gossip and it's just silly. At the end of the day, there's bigger things to worry about. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's people. And it's funny because we 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 both still have a lot of the people from from that sort of thing on Facebook, and some of them are doing so well. Do you know what I mean? Some of them have really yeah. gone. But the amount that do end up doing well through that and don't end up just leaving it and wasting a few years doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's it's a fine line. It's it's kind of like, you know, I I don't. Anything I've done, I sort of don't try and look at it as I've wasted anything. It's um, it's You're a good. fucking troll. It, well, I'm a troll, yeah. I'm massive. No, it just all adds up. It's just all, it's all interlinked, and um, yeah, no, I, I don't regret any of it. Very good. I wouldn't change it. All right, so I then didn't see in that in the period of time that I didn't see you, you went off to second. Did you go to the one that everyone went to? No. When did you? I went to Hayden. Did you? Yeah, I did. Okay, so and, uh, yeah, yeah no. my sister went there actually. Did she not? Did you never spot her? I think so. Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I tell you what. I don't remember people that were in my year, my class, yeah, my friendship group. Right. Yeah, my memory. I'm sure I've got a bad memory. Being a musician in your twenties, trust me, it fucks with your head. It's, 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 <laughs> it's, uh, it's the loud noises. They've done me in already. Yeah. Like, my ears are blown. I'm actually sixteen. <laughs> Mentally. Uh, yeah. Mentally, I'm still, still sixteen. And you turn around, you're like, oh, oh shit. tell me about oh. it, mate. I've lived on my own now for well, not on my own, but I've been out and about for six years away from my family home, and that I still feel like a child. Yeah. And you think we you are? We're all children. We're, we're big kids. 
Oh, I mean, you drive a Rolls Royce now, mate, so... Oh, don't, don't put that in. We'll cut that out. No. Trying to, trying to incite that sort of thing. This is, this is the boy who claims to be a rock star, but he's got you know the what? most indie look I've ever seen. I, I don't claim to be anything. I'm a... You know what I mean? It's like I'm a things. free spirit, man. It's, I'm, just, I'm just a bit of a go-getter, you know? I'm just, uh, <laughs> just a go-happy-lucky go like guy, is what they say. Have you ever, yeah. have you ever thought about... Was there ever a time where you thought, okay, I should probably stop music now and I should go into doing something? Definitely, people always tell you. And um, like when I was going through the music degree, I even members of my own family and stuff saying, I don't think you should be doing that. Maybe you should go into the apprenticeship. Blah, blah. And when you look back, but yeah, that as well. Or? Maybe, no, just that, and then keep music as a hobby, which is the thing that I would always hate when people said that to me. Oh, mate, me too. It was an industry that I wanted to work in. I do within a certain extent, but. I and don't do you know what? Because... You're, you're good enough for it and like you've always been intelligent enough to know you're good enough to be able to, to, to develop it anyway. Do you yeah. You've had the skills there to, to go on and develop it. At the moment, I've, I've just kind of realised I, I think it's very lazy. A lot of people blame COVID on completely ruining something and you know and they can't do anything now. Absolutely. Which I, I agree with to a certain extent but you can't just mope around blaming it for everything. So, But I did finish uni. This is where I'm going to blame it on that now. Yeah, so I did finish uni yeah. and kind of go. Wow, the music industry was shaky. Anyway, look at it. As look at the look, state of it now. Absolutely. And I kind of went, well, I why would I do that and bust my balls doing that when I could actually just go and when it's less guaranteed else. than ever. And don't be wrong, it was never guaranteed. And a, a job in the music industry is luck a lot of the time, uh, mixed with networking and meeting people. But it's it's very hard to it's very hard to look at it from a musician's perspective. Or someone trying to make it big when you're not. Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. very hard to see it like that because performing is. I mean, a lot of the time, a lot of us musicians, we're not making a whole lot of money from music as it is mm-hmm. at the moment. But we're trying to get somewhere with it, and it's hard to get somewhere with it when people aren't even going to gigs, when they're not allowed to go to gigs, and it's a more sort of clinical place where it's you got to stay this far mm-hmm. apart and do this. Music's all about being free and doing what you want to do, even as an audience member. Exactly, man. Exactly, man. You gotta be music. Gotta be but no, no, I get. Yeah, no, totally. Um, and I think another thing I noticed by going to uni and studying it and being within that industry, so to speak, I don't know, is um, they want a jack of all trades. They want they want someone that can be back and singing, can play guitar, can play piano, can produce, yeah. can, and they want that one person because yeah. they're way more employable. Yeah, yeah, Whereas yeah. I like writing music, performing music, but I'm not necessarily strong at production. I'm not necessarily strong, you know. But you're, you're so forced to learn it if you all, want all my to friends go anywhere that, with it. You know, my friends that have done really well at it, I've noticed that they're just so good at a, at a mix of things. I mean, look, look at it this way. You have to either have money or make some money to do music properly. You have to own a MacBook. These days, in 2021, you have That's to own a MacBook thing, yeah. to make... To, I mean, I'm, you have to, an up-to-date one, to be able to even try and produce your own stuff unless you're around your producers or your, your mm. mate's house every day trying to do it. But you can't do it without that because the industry is so based on doing things on logic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I agree and disagree in a way, but like it's, it's kind of like... I, I know this because I've seen people at uni where they've come say, from a different country and they, they come here and they literally have nothing to begin with and they don't necessarily have the money to go and buy these things. And There is ways around it with the resources you've got, like at my university. As a student, you mean? Yeah, as a yeah. student. But then when you're released after that, it's like, oh, shit. You've got to pay it all but back now. I've been really lucky with it, obviously. You know, it's, I'm, I've got nothing to grumble about. I wouldn't dare grumble about any of it. But the um, some of the people who had at my uni, like, mad admiration to them. They're just... You know, came here with nothing. Um, went to study music with nothing. And, yeah, and they left and they're doing way more than me. Really? You know, so like, see, like, that just goes to show. Is that because they've 
met the right people. I think it's a motivation thing. You can come easily complacent when you get told that, oh, yeah, you know, that that's quite good or whatever, you know, you're writing good stuff. And then you get quite complacent and then you stop playing, maybe you don't reach as high and you get not worse at something, but you just say at the same level. A lot, of, a lot of it is location as well, though. Like, a lot of friends that I had met, the guy who produces my music at the moment, Cam, he's he's from Devon, lived in Devon until he was 20 and then moved to London and like, yeah, he's not doing much with it at the moment but he's doing mm. way more than he ever was in Devon because he can meet people and like, Ooh. if you gig in central London, you're more likely to be seen by the right people. Do you know what I mean? It is. It's, it's, it's all about, yeah, it's all about mixing and networking as they say but like, I mean, you, just go, even like, network is a, networking is a term that we've all gone a bit uh, about because yeah, because of the conversation. I call it going out and getting drunk, basically. That's, I mean, that's, <laughs> in the music industry, that's all it is. Like, that's, that's like my girlfriend goes, oh, "Why are you going tonight? Why are you going to take gig?" Well, you know, it's networking. You know, I go, Honestly, I'm networking. It's two in the morning. There's a story. In I'm networking. Like, mong somewhere. Just oh like, mate, I met a lot of decent people. Can't remember any of their names, but it was a great night. Uh, you got it on bars. You got it on bars, haven't you? Yeah. To how long it's been running for? Oh, I've been running lots. It's a very long time. Has it been a you while? You talk amongst yourself while I. Has it been a while? No, it's all right. It's fine. So, um, yeah, we're talking about seventeen minutes or so. Wait, that's not bad. That's not too shabby, that's is not it? Bad at the moment, we're not even, not even in the bulk of it, mate. Oh no. So, you've had three bands, am I right? Yeah, I had my first band when I was younger because the Saffrons were really. That was your like leaving school band, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, we left, went to different schools, blah, blah blah. Got back, and they're like my best friend to this day, which is cool. It's really yeah. Nice I mean, I know Ollie them. from that band just from primary school. So yeah, yeah. Everyone no, goes way we, back. we stopped being a band in twenty fourteen. I don't know. I can't remember. But um, wow, that long ago. Yeah, it's got. I don't know. My, my, no, so you must have been about what sixteen, seventeen. I can't remember. Do you know what? this is my memory thing again? But I had them. Then we didn't fall out, and I think we just stopped. People went to uni and stuff. So yeah, it must have been around that time. And then uh, I had a band called Byron and the Opiates, which was that's founded. a sick name for a band, by the way. I can't take credit for that. As oh, of course you can't. But that was that was joined with uni uni student sort of uh, set up. Um, two of my best friends and um, literally yeah, we did that. That was like a grungy thing. Um, so that was definitely moving more into what you're sort of that, doing now. Yeah, that that was I did that, and I was just playing guitar. And then when that ended, uh, me and Callum, the drummer, yeah, um, really close mate of mine, he, we literally were just like, we want to do something nuts, and we just want to do what we want. We just kind of, you know, uh, not that we couldn't in that other band. It was, it was brilliant, but like it was at that age, a lot of people move about a lot. Things change, so it's hard to. We just kind of wanted to just go mental, and we did. And basically, but that has turned into something beautiful really we're, we're slowly getting there yeah at first it was a bit shaky and we didn't really quite know but even now we're finding what we i mean haven't heard the two songs that i've heard on spotify mm. the first one was how much earlier than the second one i said they've been recorded at the same time they were all recorded the at the same one time. was released uh it's been oh, a long see, time they've got such a nice different feel to it it's like i always compare it back to like a queen album because no one did anything like queen but their albums were so extensive I mean, even different, credit yeah. where it's due, Ed Sheeran's just released an album that is so broad in in the way it's recorded and performed. It's got, like, I think it's all 
connected with him because he's called it equals because it's accumulation of everything. Yeah. But he's he's very switched on up there, really. Yeah. Not everyone likes his music. I've gone off it a lot. His first couple of albums were brilliant. But you know, he actually went to. They, they always do this. You know, in universities, go. Do you know who went here? Yeah. And it's absolute bullshit. They're there for like a year. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Yeah. He did like a small course of access to music. Which is, uh, <laughs> of course he did. Same course <laughs> with me. So basically, Ed Sheeran and I'm the next. Same thing, mate. Same thing. He's. I mean, yes. Yes, he's gone commercial, but oh, no, that was inevitable. Right. He's, he's amazing. Biggest artist in the world. But to keep writing songs, like that man writes songs, is unbelievable. I know. But like, yeah, so, so what I was saying, so he's his albums are so broad, Queen's albums are so broad, and like this, even the two songs that you played are quite like, different, as similar as they are, they're quite different. Like Queen always has that generic sort of sound, no matter how different they go. You've got that nice we, link. We like to suggest, especially if you come and see us live, we had backstage out for a while, our, our debut single, and people were coming to see us live and they were like, shit, I didn't realise your other stuff was like that. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, backstage is good, but like the other stuff's like really weird. Like why? They're so different and you, you everything's Weird in a good, yeah, but see, not everyone's going to appreciate it. Oh, no, we're, we're really weird in a way. Like we're not like, oh, we're doing something mental. But that's what, will, that's what will hook you and get yeah. someone. Someone will go, he's like this. We, we like... haven't like reinvented the wheel or anything. It's, it's just... But that you don't, mate, in music, the amount of music that's out there, you can't reinvent the wheel. You can't. I'm sorry, yeah. you cannot reinvent the wheel. But there is, it's it's impossible. We kind of take influences from loads of different bands, and they're all very different. But our bassist is actually a guitar player. It's just an unconventional setup. Um, but he plays bass, obviously. But he shreds bass. He's a massive Primus, massive Iron Maiden. Player. I like this. I want to go into this. So yeah. your bassist is predominantly a guitar player. But he's a really good guitar player. He's like player. a phenomenal session player. Yeah. Like he, can, he can play session as well. What's his like name? Shout him, shout uh, him. Nick Gauntlet. He's, he's my boy. I really, yeah, I love Nick. A lot of time for Nick. I went to secondary school with him. And then when I finished borrowing the second band, I approached him and said, how do you feel about playing bass? And he <laughs> kind of looked at me like, oh, because oh, he used to drink background as well. So oh. we were kind of like, we, uh, yeah. The connotations of a bass player. Are the he was just like, oh, I don't think, I don't think that worked. You know, then, then he was like, yeah, I'm up for it. Why not? Let's just do it. Get drunk enough. Um, and now he's actually morphed into an actual bass. Like, you can play bass. Oh, I love like, that. Um, and if you're that good at guitar, playing the bass like that must be incredible. He, um, yeah, it's, re- it's really exciting life. you just got to come see us live. Even and if it's not your thing, it's like, I say it to everyone, like family members and stuff that are way not into When it. is your next live show? So our next live show is a 20... No, no, it's not. I'm talking absolute rubbish. It's a 19th. Of November. Of November. Where is it? It's in Brixton. Uh, Where? At Queen's Head. Oh, really? <laughs> Brixton Academy. How do you get no, tickets? Um, just you just bowl just up. up at the... Don't need tickets to our show, mate. You're the only one there. They are Queen's Head, Brixton, nineteenth of November. Yes. Turn up, about, turn up about six and start drinking. You'll be blessed. By the Freaks presents it. So they're, they're a friend of mine. Callum. There we go. And you got another one after that, no? Uh, yeah, I've got one on the fourth of December, hopefully. But um, yeah, That's talking of Nick, TBC, Nick's yeah. Uh, yeah. We don't know what we're doing with that one yet. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I'll, I'll this really is it. it. This is it. People have things to do. People have lives. Unless you're a it's big fan and it's all you do. It's literally the story of my life. I um, I could kill them sometimes, but I love them. I know, but you've got to to make beautiful music, to make sweet, <laughs> sweet art. That's what you got to do. <laughs> right. So I've got. I've, I've gathered a few questions together, just for like generic questions to ask everyone because it'll be interesting to see the outcomes. Lovely. Um, how did you mess up your ankle? Oh, I don't know. I fell over last night and I've done something to my ankle. It was networking. You know, it was a good night when you wake up and you're like, ow, that really hurts. What did I do? Yeah. <laughs> and then no. someone reminds you, like, I messaged my mate Will, like, I was like, what happened last time? My ankle's like, it feels like it's going to fall off. He's like, yeah, you fell over outside Tesco. <laughs> you fell over. Yeah, I was like, oh, Wait, what Tesco? 
No, it wasn't Tesco. It was Sainsbury's. Well, one of them. One oh, of the stores mate. in Watford. The Watford Oh, branch. no. I was in Grotty Watford. My sister was out of Watford last night. Um, uh, right, so first person or moment that inspired you to make music. So uh, how far back can you remember that you saw or listened to a band or listened to an artist that said that made you like... Because I still do it now. I'll mm. listen to Ed Sheeran's new album and I'll go, right, I'm going to write a song. Yeah. Do you know definitely. what I mean? Uh, inspired me to make music. Take it to a, the first thing that came to my head then to my dad. So, yeah, inspired me to make music because he got me into music, loved it, and I just thought I want to do I like this. That. I just wanted to be a rock star from a young age, really, and it's I like depressing. That. But and I... you've always had that rock star vibe about you, <laughs> and you just settled into it more. What can I say? You Mate, know? I could <laughs> see you. I could see you at the O2 Academy. Like, I could see it. Yeah, I'll be watching someone else, though. That's one of my favourite places. I'm going to see Hobo Johnson in February. Oh, really? The... Oh, it's going to be wicked. But well, like... I say him, and then to add to that answer, the um, obviously these bands, I mean, like, when I was younger... I had the, the, my first band of Saffrons and I was going to other people's gigs and there was just... What was the first There, there was a band called to? The Tones, right? And they were they were phenomenal. They were really good. Young band when we were all about 16. Were they like small time? I saw them at the borderline. Yeah, they, were, they, they did really well though. Like supported the specials. They did, they did very well. Yeah, because I, I um, went and saw The Skints at the Brixton O2 and they, oh, they go to a lot of festivals. Yeah. But I think this, one, this was one of the moments I saw The Tones at the borderline supporting another band we used to go and see a lot and it's um that was a moment where I looked and I was like... They, they're killing it and yeah. I was just like that is... and they're enjoying themselves and, and they're it. so good at what they did they were so tight and they look so sharp and Jake who I, I still talk to from time to time now he makes different music to that now um, he's still doing music though but he um he was so good at what he did and I was just I watched it and I was just like I need to up my game I want to do something properly you know yeah, yeah 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 so I think I'm kind of getting to this point now where I'm like I'm quite happy with what I'm you've doing always thing is you've had this spark so young but you've never you've always sort of questioned what to do with it even though you've mm. always done something with it it's I'm just finding happy. your yeah I'm exactly no one but is. as a as a creative if you're happy you're not doing it right no exactly you need to i mean not happy not that's, happy, that's yeah, a bad yeah. thing to say if you're it's satisfied just, and content with what you're doing then you yeah. you're not you're not doing more you're not finding the next thing and it's all about developing and developing not just as yourself but with the world around you mm. trying to do things because there is a there is a point especially with people that make and write music, there is a point you always get to where you go, okay, okay, I can't just be that guy now that writes what he feels in his heart. I've got to actually do something that's going to fit into something for the time being anyway. Get a listen, get mm. get people listening, but still be proud of what you do. And that's the hardest thing is making Definitely music are. you're proud of that you could also play to someone. I think the, o- the other thing as well is not to search for acceptance so much. I, I did this thing when I was younger where I like, really take into what people said. So I come off stage and someone would go, oh, blah, 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 blah. And I'd go, oh, yeah, yeah, what, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Was this not good enough? Was that not loud enough? Yeah. And then you just drive yourself mental. Now I just kind of go, well, fuck all that. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like it, don't come to the show. I don't care. But if you come into the show and you don't like it, I'm quite happy about that. But I love you know that. What? <laughs> Give it a go once. Give it a go yeah, once. Yeah, try everything Because like, I don't, I don't like punky rocky music, grungy music, but I'd come and watch your show. You, as I was saying earlier, with the theatrical side of it, I love the little theatrical elements. But that, that was the same thing with Freddie Mercury. His was mm. a performance on in a theatre, basically. Every time he performed, it was a, a, sh- a stage show. Yeah. yeah, he was so brilliant. And that, a lot of the time, is what brings people to it. Because their music at the start wasn't anything special. No. The first few albums eps i say in close quotations like that they weren't anything special and then freddie's mind just went amazing and he did yeah. some amazing things it's bad like yeah no but that what was the original question because we just <laughs> oh, mate, <laughs> it was uh, back into music yeah it's moments like seeing these young bands and stuff yeah that's, that's okay all right so next one's 
I, I, I hate that I've got to ask this question the way I'm asking oh, it. Oh, no. Cause, no, because I want to say the first record you bought, but I'm going to say the first album you downloaded. Yeah, it's mine. Because we are from, well... Have you admired well, my record Well, to be fair, I could yet. ask you, but I mean, like, we're from a generation that is first album you downloaded. First song you put on your iPod as a kid, do you know what I mean? If I give you all the all the, all the modes, all the methods, I could go, my first CD, my first record, my first... I, I don't actually know any of my first records I bought. I'm trying to think now, but massively, it might be an Arctic Monkeys record. That sounds is. about right. Probably yeah. is massive. Do you know the first massive first song I ever downloaded to my iPod was "Is This the Way to Amarillo?" That's that's you. But Peter Kay's version. <laughs> but that is me. Yeah. <laughs> you, oh my god, we did that. Do you remember that? I was. Oh no, I might have been before your time. Mine. There was a dance at the dance school where it was to that song, and I would yeah. stand in the middle of the stage and just shake my hips. I can't say. I remember no, you it. would remember it. Trust me. I uh, um, wish I was there. Okay, so all right, so <laughs> Arctic Monkeys. All right, so. This next one I love asking because I am a real fan of music in theatre and movies. What was the first... Can you remember a movie that you watched that you really loved but because of the soundtrack, because the soundtrack really hooked you into it or because of the music? Yeah, that's good. Good, because there's there's so many of them. Like I I always say The Grand Budapest Hotel, that has got such a beautiful soundtrack to Mm. it. And then, like... I I like more... Up. The soundtrack to Up. Mate... Up, oh, oh, you're talking very soundtrack. I'm talking more music. Yeah, no, 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 uh, yeah, no, not music soundtrack. That sounds that sounds dumb. Let me reword that. Uh, I'm talking more sort of uh, like, bands and yeah, artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. A massive, another really generic answer, but it's just you can't beat him. Uh, Tarantino films. I'm a massive Tarantino fan. Um, so like, they're my favorite Tarantino soundtrack. Uh, obviously, Pulp Fiction is great, but the um, there's Death Proof, which is like one of his less successful films, but very good. Death Deep Proof, yeah. About these, oh, it's such a good film. It's about this guy that like stalks these girls and then tries killing them, but then he picks on the wrong girls and they're actually stunt women. And they're like, oh, they're, what? They're fucking hard, they're, oh, it's so good. That but sounds sick. The, the sound, if you get a chance to check out the soundtrack, it's so good. Uh, Quentin Tarantino. And uh, I mean, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's really, really good as well. Um, but just a varied mix of music in, in his soundtracks and they're just so good. So, next one I've got is um but yeah up up is up is oh, yeah exactly I've, I've got a piano at the house where i'm staying at the moment and i love sitting and playing that, there's a just mac, that there's a mac miller song right and i i, I might i love that please go on is there one that's like I wrote my inspired dissertation by pretty that? much on mac miller so oh, like, yeah mate. not mac 2009 miller, on his on the tiny desk concert when he does that song, there's two thousand nine. Up, I swear. Yeah, that. I like really. That. If you find that, I don't know if he samples link. up because it might have been before Up even came out. But there's one of his songs that sounds like Up. What the? Uh, it's like. Yeah, and it is. It is. I'm sure it is. But yeah. As a kid, I used to sit and listen to things and try and work out what it was by ear. And this recently, I mm. learned to play that, and that was the first thing in like ten years that I'd sat and gone. And tried to work out yeah. on the piano. Oh, it was beautiful. My ear, my ear used to be quite good. It's so bad. Now. Oh, mate, my, my ear. The, the drummer in Ramp, literally, he started playing guitar and he's actually like better than me now. It's, it's really upsetting. But like, his ear is so good and I'm so shocked. He's a drummer, literally. You've like, got to keep it trained. Like, You'll never do it. And like, he, he can actually really play Drummers guitar. are the absolute goat of the industry because they're t- keeping rhythm like they keep rhythm. Have you seen that trend at the moment that's like. You do that with the right hand, and then the three with the left hand, and then you try and keep them together. 
I can't. Yeah, it's so hard. You should see me play like so when I'm writing the songs with Ram, I just get on the drum kit and I'm like, Do you do a bit of this? And Callum just rolls his eyes and they just look at me and like, oh here we go. I've done it from a very young age. I, just, <laughs> I take control when I write. I'm not a proper control freak, but I know what I want in my head and I'm like and I sit on the drum and I start smashing away. <laughs> and Callum's just Simple looking at me and he's like I can play something like that, but that what was that? And uh, then he'll make it better. Oh yeah, Instantly he, just sits and makes it he's better. He's a drummer, so. Right, so this one's a quite a broad question, but <laughs> in your opinion, the best musician of all time. Oh, don't do this to me. I know, I know, but like I this is more, the first thing that pops to your head is usually what you can think of. I, I would definitely go out and say Freddie Mercury because yeah, I love yeah, him. Yeah, Freddie's a good one. Um, Just for what he did creatively. In case you can't tell, I fucking love Freddie Mercury. Really? Yeah, <laughs> but just for what he did, uh, what he did, and how he achieved it was oh. incredible. Can we come back to the question? Can I just talk? Can I just waffle about load of artists I like? You can waffle about your top three. Give me your really top three. I'll give you a really bizarre one. Go on, that's what I want. That's what I want. Not a bizarre one, but one you just wouldn't. How like. bizarre? How it's, bizarre? It's not bizarre at all. It's like it's it's not. But it's like one that you wouldn't look at me and go, "He's a fan." Okay. I'm a big Elvis fan. Are you? I love Elvis. That actually doesn't and, surprise me. And the me. other one, Costello. I'm a, an Elvis Costello fan as well. I don't know so much Elvis Costello, but Elvis. El- yeah, me and my girlfriend are massive Elvis fans. More, not, not more now nostalgically. Like I can sit and I put his album on a record player. I wouldn't put it on my Spotify playlist. You know oh, I mean? I've got, I've got players from him, uh, James Brown, Frank Sinatra. All this, this is depends what car I'm in. That sounds really like I've got millions and millions of cars and I'm loaded, but it's not. But like depends what car I'm in. I can listen to them things. If I'm in a more modern car, R and B, hip hop, rap. Oh really? Time. Yeah. Because you like, are I'm a talking car like man. well, I go to like Wu Tang Clan. I'm talking about like oh, wow. like, just so much like gangster rap. But they're um, the only they're the only Mofty. sort of gangster rap. The only sort of rap I can really listen to, to be honest. Yeah, I like mate. That's that's my jam. If I'm in a modern car, old car, Sinatra's going on, and and Elvis, the Beatles, and then I don't know. It depends what. It, it's very rare now that I tend to listen to. Uh, heavier stuff in cars like rock and stuff it's really strange it's, um, it's just something I've got alright last question I've got on here is quite a this goes a bit the other way so tell me the band that most people hate or song that most people hate that you have always really secretly really loved something that you you've always every time you get a new account or something on Spotify you always eventually download this song or this album I oh no because people do like this song I love the streets, right? Yeah. And they do a song with Chris Lorenzo called "Take Me As I Am," and it's a proper like ravey, jaw swinging song. It's oh like really? A... And it's like really kind of like yeah. I always play it at parties with my mates because it was like I, and I, they hate it. I won't lie. I got into the prodigy after, um, what's his name, died. Yeah. I got into it after that and like started listening to them. And some of their songs yeah. are way yeah. That's mm. it. But some of their songs are really broad but in the same genre that they do mm. like like your sort of album coming out and things like that it's very broad but in within a, a sort of catchment not that no one's going to get their hopes up about it but it's just an EP no no not, not a full album alright an EP you know, yeah. but that's, that's just fine just in case there's any die hard fans that that's are 34 fine. minutes into me waffling about Elvis what do they search on Spotify to find you just rant it's rant R-E-N-T there also is like some free piece orchestra thing but um, I'll just argue that till I die that really and they're not well, I'm sure but, I'm sure you'll work out which one is Anton's band. <laughs> it's the one with a really bad rant logo that's like all pixelated and crap. I'm not really selling myself, am I? But yeah, it's rant or rant. You sell yourself today. without having to sell yourself, Anton. Ah, oh, stop it. <laughs> stop stop it. flirting. 
Well, yeah, I think I, I think we've had a good one today. I think it's been it's been so nice catching up, man. After all these years, oh, like, right. and we've I think we've put as much into this as we can. Thirty five minutes of chat, and I'm sure we'll finish and go. Oh, we've got another twenty minutes there. Like, I don't. Know, yeah, it's up to you, mate. I'm, I'm, I've yeah, we've covered. I just need to say rant a few more times. Yeah, rant, yeah, rant, 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 rant. New rant. single, Human Urges. I'm filming a video tomorrow. That's oh exciting. yes, in the roles. In the, yeah, well, it's got to be done. <laughs> it. This is the thing. If you've got it, flaunt it. I, I, man, just, yeah, I just like. So is that going to YouTube? That it's like the quintessential seventies rock star kind of car. I love it, and I was just fucking. You could, you know, why not? It's good fun. Uh, that will go onto YouTube, but the song ain't even out yet. It's a song that will be out, and it's called Strip Club. Okay, it's strip about club. A, um, about me when I was sixteen, being dragged to a strip club by a lovely of my older mates. Lovely, we've and, all been I, there. and it's actually not. Um, a flaunting strip club loving strip club song if, if you actually... listen to Human Urges or, or any of the other or any of the two that's on there you'll realise that this, <laughs> the name of the song is very sort of broad compared yeah, to what it's... the music is but it's oh. it says it's what it says on the tin basically but the strip club is not me loving it it's me hating it oh do you know home. what listen to Human Urges listen to Rant UK Rant Band UK on Spotify, uh, on Instagram Rant on Spotify and you'll figure out which one's his um, and thank you Thank you, Anton. Thank you very much. We, what do we do? We shake hands. <laughs> should we kiss? <laughs> <laughs> right. Now we should have filmed this. <laughs> that was brilliant. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll spud. I, I, I think this is a, a good end. Break my hand. <laughs>